Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Loud Ones Podcast. I'm your host, Nas B. And I am Danny B. So guys, um, last week's episode, we gave you guys feedback on what y'all wanted to know more about... uh, women and questions that you had about us or just women period so we gave y'all our feedback now this week's episode is going to take a turn for something a little more serious mm-hmm. Netflix came out with uh, a series covering um, what happened to uh, uh, wh- how we failed a boy named Gar- Gabriel uh, Fernandez, Fernandez. Um, so I didn't watch the documentary purposefully because um, it is very triggering for me. Um, and we'll get into that. But I feel like it's still something that we can talk about because we see it. We see stories like this Every way too day. often. And um, I'm going to let our uh, special correspondent, Danny cover, th- <laughs> cover this because she actually watched it. Yes. And, and yeah, go ahead, Danny. So, um... I watched it um, this week and it is a very sad thing because what I saw was um, someone who is supposed to be a a caregiver, a nurturer, and they absolutely lacked in that field. And not only them, but the whole umbrella of DCFS and like just everything. So who is... I guess, like, so before we get into, like, the nitty-gritty of it, who who was uh, Gabriel? Okay, so Gabriel was, like, a he was an eight-year-old. Um, I don't know if he was Mexican, but yeah. he was of Hispanic descent, uh-huh. and he lived in Palmdale, California. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened was um, he lived with his, when he was born, his mom did not want him. Um, his mom did not want him so his um his uh uncle who is gay um took him in and raised him as his kid i believe until he was like five okay um then his grandmother gabriel's grandmother which is also his uncle's mother said two gay guys should not be raising uh a boy okay so the grandmother came in and took the son until the mother got back on her feet and that i think she took him back for the last eight months of his life okay for that eight period eight month period she had been dating this guy named uh 
they called him Tony. Um, she had been dating this guy named Tony, uh-huh. who was her boyfriend. And for eight months, they beat that little boy up. Some of the graphic things that they did to that young man was, I mean, that young boy was so sad. Like they had him locked up in a cap in like a, like a cabinet. They fed him kitty litter. <gasps> they shot him in the face with a BB gun. They broke, they, they shattered, they, um, he, uh, he fractured some of his ribs. They, this young boy was like, they beat the shit out of him for eight months for, because they thought he was gay. Y'all are fucking like that shit was disgusting. And then the whole thing. How did you watch this? This Because I, I really like, this is something that, that like, I love documentaries and I like learning about stuff. I love documentaries with things like that shit. When, when it opened the opening of it, they showed you all of the injuries he had had. And it was every part of his body, every part of his body. And they said, he said that, Oh, he beat him in a rage. I don't know how you beat someone that bad in a rage, but it, young, it was so tiny. it was disgusting. But the the thing that was even more disgusting was how DCFS knew had so many uh, the the teacher the the child's teacher called DCFS like five times, and they never removed the child from the home. The police department went to the child's home. The police department went to the child's home at two o'clock in the morning and never asked to actually see the child. Just spoke to the mom and the mom says that he's lying or whatever. Then this guy, they go to the DCFS welfare office. One of the police officers in there see it and try to report it to one of the people in there. And they say, oh, because they're not offering enough overtime, they're not going to do it. And that's this is my thing. Like, if you're not passionate about a job like that, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. That shit is sick because these are children. Like, I understand, like, you're angry and you're hurt and you're upset about something. Okay, box your child once. I'm not going to say don't beat your children, but I'm going to say there's there's a difference between disciplining your child and abusing your child. So, let me me add my two cents real quick based on what you just said. Um, So, one of my sisters uh, used to work for ACS. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and from my understanding and from her personal experience, um, an ACS is, uh, basically the child, uh, protective service, protective it's, it's, services. It's CPS now. Oh, cause they still have it as ACS listed as an agency like that. Um, I mean, it might be a different they, division. I think, uh, yeah, probably. Probably. Cause I know ACS built out a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, basically they, they provide supportive services, social services mm-hmm. to children, mm-hmm. um, uh, so when she was working there, um, because these tent these agencies are funded uh, by uh, whether it be locally funded uh, or state funded or federally funded or whatever, um, they oftentimes uh, do not. They're understaffed. Yes, there is a lot of cases, mm-hmm. um, and that was the point not of enough points they hours. Said. So what tends to happen is. A lot of people don't understand what social workers have to do. And yes, I will say the social system fails these children, Mm -hmm. but until they make budget changes, until um, they change protocol and some of the laws that are required, it's going to be very hard to 
uh, address situations like this. I remember there's times my sister would have to social workers travel to homes, right? Yes. They assigned a certain amount of cases. Mm hmm. The cases tend to be their caseload tends to be extreme. It it is supposed those the caseloads that they usually deal with are caseloads that have to be dealt by two to three to sometimes four social workers. So when you get one social worker, um, their set hours is 30, 37 and a half. They already are working most likely 60 hours because what happens is they have to do these house visits. They have to do reporting and document every house visit. <clears throat> so the house visits might not be thorough. Yes. Um, documentation might not be thorough. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they don't have the capacity to take on cases that need more attention in this right. case. Like Gabriel's. that was that was also something so they said in the pot. The, um, it's very hard because um these people are then kind of a little numb to the situation. A lot of social workers that I find, they get mm-hmm. into this career because they love it. Mm-hmm. And then they end up becoming numb to the situation because of the restraints that are put on them as far as staffing, budgeting, etc. And they get overwhelmed mm-hmm. oftentimes. But this is a career because most of the times they have licenses. Yeah. So you're a licensed so- clinical social worker, whatever the case is, you tend to have licenses. You most probably have a master's in social work. So this is your career field. Mm-hmm. So you are stuck in a very uh, overwhelming situation consistently. Um, and we've seen cases out of New York where boys and other uh, girl, young girls experience something very similar to Gabriel. Mm-hmm. I think I remember... Again, I didn't watch the Gabriel situation, but I remember there was a story that happened uh, uh, two years ago. This woman had um, killed her two children after oh beating God. them severely, and, and she had them in the freezer. Oh, I feel like I remember the black. This. It was a black woman. Yeah. And she said because one of her children had made claims that they were being molested and um, sodomized by the other two siblings. And she felt oh, that siblings were possessed and they were demonic. Oh my! So God. what she did was she knew that she had to protect this one child from the other two children she had, and it was crazy. There was another case I think in Far Rockaway recently, a year ago, mm-hmm. um, where this lady and her boyfriend—it might have been Far Rockaway. I felt like I don't want to mix it up with another state, but I remember the 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 guy. Um, he had put several requests into change custody over to him mm-hmm. and they denied fathers, which most of the time happens because they keep the child with their natural parent being the mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that case, that child was uh, starved oh my God. and beaten. So it's very sad because it's just, and, and I know this is probably one of the worst cases that has been out there for them to even to create a documentary of it, but I couldn't fathom watching it. So go ahead. What else? So, um, I know some, something similar to that. I remember yep. there was a story where this lady, she ended up killing her son by accident, <laughs> but let me tell okay, you, go ahead, go ahead, go this, ahead. this one was her son. Okay. Her, her youngest son came to her and told her that, um, she, I think he was flashing him himself or masturbating or something. He did something. This, the, the young boy, yeah. he did it. And she, she asked him like, where'd you learn that? And he was like, 
He he said something that referred like he I think he tried to deny it first and then he told her like oh his brother had done it and his brother had done some cruel shit to him raped him was wiping his semen across his face mm-hmm. doing some fucked up shit so you know the mother started like she grew resentment towards him because it's like you doing this to your brother like the fuck like and she was just trying to give mm-hmm. him, like over a period of time she would not give him food like because she, she had so much resentment in her yeah. heart for him mm-hmm. um and she was like um i think she had burned him or did something she did something she, mm-hmm. she did a bunch of things mm-hmm. that was equal to the things that he had done to his little brother mm-hmm. and she was so enraged that she ended up killing him mm-hmm. or whatever she admitted all of this she said you know it's not right i'm sorry she said it's just i was so oh that's not the same lady because lady said to the court i'm not sorry no do it again oh she she said she wasn't sorry she she said she wasn't sorry but she said she was so consumed with the hate and anger that she had had for her son mm-hmm. that it that it that it had caused her to become so mean to him mm-hmm. and the crazy thing is that i don't agree with what she did but i could understand why she did it yeah because you did that to your little brother like i could understand why she had become so angry mm-hmm. but do i agree with it would i have done it no then she later found out that her daughter was doing it to the son we're that talking she about killed. the same person we're talking about the same person light that skin shit. a little yes. bit light skin yes. and her hair was looking crazy sure. yes yo and that, that shit when i heard room, that she had the orange jumpsuit yes yeah. when i heard that shit i was like wow Yes, she had found out both children were um, uh, uh, molesting and sodomizing um, the younger child, and she felt like she wanted to protect but, him. Yes, but that not only not she didn't kill her daughter; she only killed her son. No, she killed two, and she left the one that was when both was in the freezers. No, this is not the same lady then, because this lady only she found out later after she killed her son and been convicted for the crime that she had killed her son. I mean that that her daughter had been raping her her son that she killed. No, I don't know if we're talking about the same one, but once she had found out after she killed the first one, she killed her and put her in the freezer because she found out that she was the one that taught the second one, and and then it. I'm, I'm gonna show look you. it up because I don't think she killed. She only got killed. She only got charged for one murder. Was and it in New York? What? Was it, it wasn't in New York. It was like I think like Alabama or some shit like that. She wasn't in New York, um, but I remember that case and I was just like, Jesus Christ! Like I understand, like you know, your child is frustrated. You want to beat them, but you beating them that much, like you don't hear them screaming, running. You don't think that you breaking the bone, like you, like yeah, like, huh? Are you talking about her? Um, I don't know if that's the same lady. I, I can't remember exactly how she looks, but she looks similar to that. She lives in Detroit. It says declaring a house of horrors closed. A judge sentenced a Detroit a Detroit mother to life in prison Friday for killing two of her four children, storing their bodies for years in a home freezer. Oh, that's I... that's what I'm talking about. Her. It was a very big case. It was all over the news. Let me see. And she put their bodies in the freezer. She's a she she and she wasn't apologetic about it at all. Said she would do it again because she was protecting her children. No, this the 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 son that this lady killed. Not, this is not the same lady, but um, mm-hmm. the son that the lady killed was like fifteen. She was he wasn't he wasn't that young. Um, Stony, I remember her name was Stony. Yeah, these two. Yeah, no, no, no. This was a old, like she was a older. Okay. This, so that shit was crazy to me. And, mm-hmm. and I, I read a post, right? 
that was saying that, oh, um, how would you feel if you had somebody beating these little hands? Mm -hmm. It was on the shade room, something like that. And somebody wrote in the comments, like, beat that ass. And I swear to God, I was screaming with laughter because it's just like, you know, I was like, it's not funny. And I don't believe in, like, abusing your kids. But, I mean, would you spank your child? Yeah, I believe in disciplining your child. But I don't mean, like, I'm not talking about, like, punching my child in the so, face. Like, I'm talking about, like, I a, decided... I'm not going to spank my child. I'm going to try my best to speak first. I think for me, um, there was a episode of uh, The Breakfast Club where, I think it was Breakfast Club, where someone said that the reason why parents discipline the child in terms of spanking is because... Um, it's it's not the child's fault is that they don't want to parent. They don't want to take the time to explain to the child. I mean, I can agree. What it is that they've done. Mm -hmm. What is the corrective action that should take place? What's the repercussion of that? And then how they would be punished mm -hmm. and a lot and, and give that understanding. And so because uh, the parents do not have patience, they tend to act quickly with violence and spank the child. I can, I can agree. And, that, and that's, and that's what, cause there's sometimes I remember when I got spankings growing up. I'm Caribbean. It's very typical. It's typical. Um, we got spankings with whatever. And it was like, sometimes I got spankings because my siblings did something and we all, my mom and my dad, especially my dad Please would be say like, that, 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 what yeah. did we were there to witness it or we didn't stop it. Yep. Or we all yep. had to learn the same lesson at the same time, even though I didn't do it. And I'd be so mad because I'd be mad with them. I'd have so much anger, resentment. I'd just have all these emotions. And I just didn't understand as a child. So one thing my husband and I talked about, and um, you guys were still kind of working through the kinks of it, is how we plan on disciplining our child. And my thing is, I want my child to understand why they should not do the things that mm -hmm. caused them to get in trouble. So that they don't go into a world feeling like they need to resolve things that go wrong with anger i want them to have an understanding so Which that true. when they grow in life they know i should not hit so and so because i'm sorry guys if you hear any fucking noise <laughs> yeah, oh my god apparently they, they're i guess doing they're just construction, construction somewhere in this i don't bitch. fucking know sorry guys <laughs> I feel like we always give y'all a little bit of ghetto every here and there. I'm sorry. Listen, but, you know um, what? We ghetto. We ghetto. Bitch, listen. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I, I want them to walk away without understanding like, okay, I did X, Y, Z. This mm -hmm. is why it's not good to do it because this can happen. Someone mm -hmm. can get hurt. What I can get hurt, whatever the case is, so that they move forward and do that. Because honestly, you ever grew out of a spanking? Like it, I did. didn't, it didn't bother you after a while? Uh, my mom stopped that when she realized I grew out of spankings. Like, she did. Like, she, she she beat me. I was in the I was in the bathroom. Like, I dying my sister here. And she came and she said, didn't I tell you to wash dishes? And she started hitting me with a slipper. And I started looking at, I think I was like 13. And I started laughing. And she was like, she just knew after that, like, beating me wasn't going to work. And I yeah. didn't. And and honestly, she didn't have to beat me. Like, so yeah. I agree with what you're saying. Like, you know, taking the time to have that conversation. I, think, I mean, that's just how I, I, I want to I move forward. It, it, and I feel like it'll save 
the I'm not I'm on I'm not trying to save the world, but I feel like if parents take that approach, you it won't was, have children who have that pent up anger who take true. it out on society. We have mass shootings for no reason with these young I, kids. I, I believe I believe what who you're are, saying. who and a lot of men and children who do not know how to properly direct their anger, who no, don't know how to talk about their emotions. And I I just I'm trying to take a different approach. I'm not gonna lie, if this calls for a chance where I, I gotta just pop you real quick. I gotta Pop your ass real quick. It depends. And that, you, you see, that's but what I, I'm that's not. I'm trying to. I'm make not sure saying that's not that my I'm first gonna round of, of exactly. Of, of and I action. agree. I don't believe that I'm going to be an excessive beater to my child because mm-hmm. I believe in having conversations about stuff. Yeah. So, um, I would personally, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, you know, if, if beating is the last resort, and you know what beating comes from frustration, uh, just like when you're dating your man, you don't be beating on him because you can scream at him and he can understand exactly what you're saying. When you have a kid, you keep saying the same thing over and over and sometimes over. You gotta pop the ass. I'm not gonna lie. You sometimes you, you gotta might. be like, didn't I fucking tell you not to. Yes. But not no, y- y'all be taking it overboard, punching y'all kid in the face and shit, like punching them in the chest. And I'm trying to think if I ever got, I mean, I've gotten beaten. Don't get me wrong. My dad was very strict. My mom boxed me one time. Um, <laughs> Yo, let me tell you the craziest beat. My mom got to hate me telling this story. Um, I forgot what the fuck happened. I, I, I was, my mom got, like, my mom frustrated me. I was probably like 12, 13. And um, I got in the bathroom, went in the shower I locked the door and I was talking my shit like, fuck, I wasn't saying fuck you. And I'm a person where it's like, I know I shouldn't have said something. I know, you know, when you're not, you know, when you're not supposed to say something. And I was like, uh, and then I was like, and in my mom, I swear to God, in my mind, I'm like, don't say it, Nas, don't say it, Nas. And I'm like, oh, I hate you. For some reason. That door came down. Let me tell you something. You ever think your parents so far away they can't hear you? Yes. I don't know where the fuck she was. She can hear me. My mom, guys, uh, is like six feet. She's a very large lady. <laughs> she fucking said, came. What did you say? Open the Ross door. I said, leave me alone. You opened the door, bitch? <laughs> bitch, now she broke the shit down. <laughs> Tore my ass up in the shower. She fucked you up. I you think just, that was probably one of the last things I've that. gotten. I, I, I did ask for it. Um, and you it's so funny because out of all my siblings, like I don't try my mom. I, I, I don't try my mom and I didn't like trying my dad. I like, when you give me two, three beatings, I'm like, I, I got it. I understand yep. that me. best behavior. That and is I, me. And I'm not gonna lie. I grew I up, she. I grew up like <laughs> I was not, I was not holding my siblings down for nada because let me tell you something. You are not going to get me fucked up. My parents, I don't know. Nice. My dad would make me pick my belt. You, you nice. Okay. You're not a rider dog. Fuck that. Like you. Are you, you got, fucking dumb? You, Danny. I'm not getting a beating for fucking you ride nobody. You ride it out. You did that for your siblings. You know how many times I got beaten for my sisters. Are you wilding the fuck out? Let me tell you. They not getting beaten for me. So why the fuck my, am I doing nah, that? Me and my sisters be. Me and my sister nope. was riders. Okay. Nah. I, me and my sister rode it. I remember one time my mom had told my sister like you gotta get out or whatever and it was really cold it's because my sister didn't come home on time or whatever and my mom put her out and she was sitting outside in front of the house or whatever it was mad cold and i kept peeking through the window i kept peeking through the window my mom yeah. was like um 
don't go to the window, go to the window. Last time I went to the window, I said, I'm going to bring you some food. Like I was whispering, like I was mouthing it. I was like, I'm going to bring you some food when she leaves. My mom used to work nights. And every, like, as soon as my mom fucking left, that door was open. My sister was in her bed sleeping. And when my mom came home, my sister was still home. And my mom didn't say anything to me because she understood that concept. But I'm going to tell you about the time that my mom fucking beat me for no, um, <clears throat> for no reason. And y'all going to laugh. So I'm at my mom's job. This is in my adult years. She didn't yeah. beat me, but this is she boxed me in my face. Yeah. Um, this is in my adult years. I'm at her job. Box me and punch, guys, for the not, Americans. Not box with me, punch. Box means slap. Well, shit. Yeah, tump. Tump means punch. Um, uh, I, I caught it how I caught it. <laughs> it felt like a punch. My mom's hands is big. Not everything felt like a punch. But um, so we. I'm at her job, and she works at a clinic. Every if you know my mom. Don't ask me to say hi, please. Um, she works at a very known clinic mm. on Sufton. And this lady was in there. I'm getting my blood work. I left out and I forgot to get to one other test. My mom always takes my shots. Mm. So she was get, taking my blood or whatever. She's like, Daniela, come to the back. I came to the back and I'm like, okay, mommy or whatever. She, The lady had already been going on yeah. and on in the shop. I need my Metro cards. I need this. The uh. free Metro cards you get when you go to the clinic. I need this. So she's going off with my mom. But uh-huh. I'm not saying anything to her until because <clears throat> I know my, that's my mom's shop. I'm trying my best to be quiet. I'm getting annoyed because I can't get crazy with my mom. And then <clears throat> she's going kind of old bitches and shit. And then she said, I said, you know what, mommy, don't even pay attention to her. She going to say, oh, that's why? Because that's your daughter? Da, 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 da. Bitch, that, that's all she had to do was address me. I said, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but I will beat you the fuck up in here. Don't play with me, bitch. And I saw walking towards her. My mom's like, Daniela, stop. Daniela, stop. And my mom is like trying to like stop me or whatever. And I'm like slowly walking towards her. And my mom's like, Daniela, stop. Daniela, stop. Like the last day on the slop stop was a com- accompanied by a box across my face. Oh my god! And I looked at her and I was like, "Did you just box me?" She said, "You have to stop. I'm at my job. I don't want to lose my job." And I said, "You right." She boxed me because she was trying oh, that, to. That was justified. Yeah, that's a, that's a justified box. She was she boxed me to bring me back to my senses because I was yeah. so annoyed. But I was just like, "Damn, mom, you boxed me like in front of all these people." I'm not catching heat for nobody. I'm not going to do that with my um with my kids. I'm not going to. I feel like they would pin us against each other by saying, if one fuck up, you all get. So nobody wanted to take up for nobody. I remember one time, one of my sisters, I have, I have a lot of sisters. So one of my sisters said she wanted to sneak out to meet this boy mm, around the corner. Before. Only one And stuff. she asked my <laughs> other sister to take up for her, like cover for her. Mm-hmm. And. I was with my sister when she said that. I act like I don't hear shit. I was standing right there. Deaf and blind. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. I'm not in it. So she covering, she covering for her. My dad comes home and he asks for my first sister, sister they left. Where is she at? Da, da, da. So mind you, my sister, I think she was trying to leave the window open. She was trying to like leave some something open in the house so she can get in and cover for her. <laughs> And I remember he questioned her. He kept us in the living room because oh, you got to get through the front door. Kept us in the living room. Kept asking, asking, asking. I didn't say shit because I'm not in it. I'm been it and I ain't in it. So my sister, dumbass, <laughs> uh, she was like, I don't know what she had. She just, you know, I think she left and came back. I don't know. And she lying. And my dad, this is why I, I'm, I'm a horrible liar. He always told us, look me in my eye 
and you've been not lie to me. And if you twitched, your eye moved a little bit. Like he dead would shit. I'd be looking like this. Popped the no. It was so fucking hard. He was so intimidating. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, my sister comes home. Mm-hmm. Lights are on in the living room, <laughs> and my other sister standing right there. She like, I thought you had my back, and we're all looking at my dad because. Bitch, you know damn what the fuck is going on right now. When I tell you, good thing I didn't make myself a part of this. He tore her ass the fuck up. And I said, that's why I don't cover for none of y'all bitches. I'm not doing this. I think it was like a folding chair. And my sister was trying to fight back with my dad. And mind you, my dad's 5'3". And my sister 5'3". So it was like, <laughs> you not about to do Yo, this, son. Wait, so your father is 5'3", and your mother is 6'3". Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's why my dad, he was like, he led with an iron fist. Like, I don't give a fuck. Y'all gonna respect Yo, me. I'm not gonna lie. I don't mean to laugh. I'm the shortest one out of my sisters. I'm 5 feet. All my sisters are 5'3". So you could imagine that you cannot approach a nigga 5'3". Maybe five, four on a good day, <coughs> depending on what shoe he had. Mm-hmm. But my dad was like, I'm going to fuck you up so you know not to try me. Because mm-hmm. I think, get it. he, I don't know, he had the little man complex thing going on. You know what I mean? You couldn't wear heels around him. Like, he had this whole thing going on. But when she came home, she got her ass tore up. And my sister still wanted to hold that bitch down. I said, you are wilding the fuck out. And and um, she didn't get it beaten. But he <clears> said, the next time you fucking lie to me for the, her... I'm gonna fuck you up the same way, and I and he let me stand there, so it was a lesson to me too. And I said, "This is exactly why I do not cover for y'all." And you could ask any of my sisters till this day, I do not cover for y'all. I'm not in it, cause then I get dragged into it, and then I don't like drama. I don't want to be in. Tr- I used to be in my room. I'd be like, they were like, "Oh, come upstairs." I'm like, I don't know it. I remember you give her a beat, and I don't know. I have nothing to do with it. You're loyal. I'm not about to be that. Listen, my sister, <clears throat> I remember one time, I I never had to sneak out. My mom had so much, like, I had so much free reign, like, with my family, um, with my mom. Like, I could do anything I wanted. Um, So, I remember there was this car races that I wanted to go to with my best friend. But I wanted to just go out. I told my mom, like, y'all want to go out with Naya or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um... So we go to, um, she, I go to my mom's room and I say, mommy, I'm about to leave. <clears throat> she said, you about to what? That was where I fucked up. I didn't ax her. She oh, was, you thought she was grown. How old were you? I was probably like 17. But she, but she, she was frustrated because she, it was like other people had like kept telling her what they were going to do instead of asking her. And that's where I fucked up. As I said to her, like, oh, um, I, I'm going to. I'm, I'm about to leave or whatever she said you're not going nowhere i said mommy please please i'm, I'm begging her i'm begging her she's like no 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 right so i'm like i go in my sister's room and i'm like because my mom is never gonna check my sister's room yeah she's gonna check for me so um i go in my sister's room and i'm like um i want to sneak out this is the first time it's and only yours. time and, and i said kimberly i, I said out. kimberly sleep in my bed i said sleep in my bed Bitch, so, what the fuck did you used to watch to notice to do this stuff? I mean, I just thought like a common sense. Like my mom is not gonna check my sister's room for in the middle of the night. She's gonna check for me if she doesn't hear from me. So I was, <clears throat> I waited till my mom went to sleep. My best friend picked me up, and I told Kimberly to sleep in my bed. She slept in my bed, and when I came back, my mom had no clue, and I just fucking rolled over. Where and the went fuck to, did you go? To the rent car races. They like like um 
When we was young like that, they they had like the you know they be street racing. I know, like on 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 the belt and stuff. By whatever. like no, by Gateway Mall. Like they have like back streets that they used to like. Where the fuck is Gateway Mall? What are you in Brooklyn? That mall off. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that back block. That was before they even developed over there. Like how it is now. Yeah. But they used to be like they had that whole shit. Like Bitch, you thought you was going to Fast and Furious. You yo, we used to house. do it all the time because my best friend, my yeah. mom, mom, like I said, my mom didn't care because when I told her I was going somewhere, I was there. I never snuck out. I only had to sneak I, out one I, time I, in my life. I think. I've never snuck out. My mom was a person that she always said to us, I'd rather you do whatever you have to do here than do in the street. I'd rather you be upfront, honest with me than you sneaking behind my back and do it. So, right. like, after my dad died, my mom changed the game literally in the house. So, we, I don't say we had free reign. It was just like a respect thing. Like, as long as you gave her a heads up, or as long as you communicate with her, she don't ever want nobody to come to her about her children doing something or being somewhere they're not supposed to be. So, for me, I was like, Mom, going here. Like, I was able to go on dates. I was able to do stuff. Yeah, She would sometimes maybe bring my brother with me or whatever the case is. But, like, I didn't really have to sneak out. My older sisters now, they had it bad because they were in their teenage years when my dad died. I was 12. So, they couldn't get away with shit. Yeah, I mean, I had the ability to... to my dad was creepy. That nigga nigga used to pick up different cars and just drive around different cars so you never knew the fuck he was and everyone in America knew him and and he was well-known in Brooklyn. So it was so fucking hard to get away with anything. I got caught sneaking to go to the... the, There used to be a little uh, deli um, a few blocks from us that was uh, Puerto Rican-owned. So it was the only bodega in the hood. And he had mad little weird candies, like the the good candies. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I remember I just, I, I'm obsessed with Laffy Taffy's. I remember I snuck out just to go do that. And my dad always said, before you leave the house, you call me and tell me before you leave. And t- you got to ask permission, even if he's at work. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it warranted a fucking call. Yeah. So I did that. Nigga pulled up on me. He, get, he did a cat call. He pulled up on me. And I looked and uh-huh. I was like. Oh shit! I turned around. And it was him, uh-huh. and then he was like, "Where the fuck are you going? Get in the fucking car!" Because I was ignoring the cat call. Yeah. It was him. Yeah. Got my ass tore the fuck up over some laffy taffies. Over some laffy taffies. So that's why I don't sneak but, out. I don't do that. I mean, overall, this conversation is like we're just sharing our experiences about, like, I guess, um, with with how we grew up, and even though, like, just just engaging, like. I guess not even child abuse, but like just like, you know, like that whole situation with Gabriel, like you said, gave me some insight to think like, you know, like maybe we shouldn't be um, disciplining our children so harshly and maybe we shouldn't be having these conversations because um, like we think about how they shaped us today. Yeah. And not everybody's going to think like that. Everybody's not going to feel like, you know, they've been shaped and molded Mm -hmm. um, by beatings. So just all in all, like, you know, be mindful of how you are treating Mm -hmm. your children because this is going to reflect how they out that this is going to be a reflection of your mom get time. Did 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 he go jail? Yeah. So the father ended up getting life in jail. He got, he got, he's been placed on death row and the mom got life in jail. Is she on death row? No, she's not on death row because she wasn't the actual person that she performed the other beatings, but the, the beating. I think she should be on death row too. That's your child. 
they she, she didn't go on death row because she had like mental disabilities or something okay. like that. That mm. that was that was what that was. But it's it's always a sad case when you hear about trauma, uh, kids experience child abuse. Um, I do think that sometimes if you're not exposed to the other aspects, the other side about the authorities that have to get involved and and what they're limited to, everyone wants to be a good civilian, but. Mm-hmm. Also, people have to protect their jobs. Sometimes you are you're putting a job, you know, mm-hmm. all at risk if you go above and beyond because it's outside of the constraints of what you're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. It all kind of depends. So it is a little tough. Yeah, it is a little it tough. tough. And I know my sister personally experienced that with her when she worked for ACS. So it is uh, it is tough. Yeah. Social workers have a really tough job doing. I think a lot of people don't understand that. Um, and then also when it comes down to the police. Police are very, they're not the right people to get involved because they don't have the authority to remove people. It's really the court system and the social workers to do the yeah. job. Um, so. But anyways, guys, this episode, we got to wrap up. Danny, anything that you want to say before we head out? Um, um, Just, uh, I, I don't really. Don't ha- beat the shit out of your kids. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not saying don't beat your kids, but um, just in general, like, um. Don't see something, say something. That that that. See something, say something, and don't dehumanize little babies and little kids because they are little innocent. They are little humans. Um, so be mindful when you are beating your kids, your dogs, your uh. Bitch, I know you beat your dog. I see it on Instagram. I do. I you never see me beat my dog on Instagram. He had this something. I did not beat him. On no, Instagram. you didn't beat him, but oh. you punished him. What what the fuck did you do? I put him in the cage. That's yeah, what, that's what and that's what he I do. Was like he tore something up. I mean, I popped him. him on the butt with uh with the newspaper, but I I didn't even want to kill my dog. That's why I don't have a dog. Yeah, my dog just don't watch that. I don't. <laughs> but do, yes, I don't. Do be mindful when you are abusing these these um these children and these animals. Have that, patience. Yes, that's what it is. Have don't have patience. children if you are not prepared to have patience. Um. Anyways, guys, check us out on IG at the Loud Ones Podcast. Um. Twitter is Loud Ones Podcast. Follow me on IG at always underscore Nas. I, I want to start putting it here. If, yes. If 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 um our if our engineer knows how to do that here. Put this. Put it here. At always underscore. Shout out. Oh, I do want to say a shout out. Shout out to my baby brother Freddie. He is um he went away today for he's accomplishing a goal and he asked me to shout him out. So I want to shout, shout out to him. Shout out to my baby Congrats brother to Freddie. Him. Freddie. And shout out to our engineer Preach. You know, yes. I will shout Preach out if he can do this. He's a, he's a at always underscore. <laughs> he's a pain. He's a pain in the ass, but he's he he's is. great. Thanks, preach. We love him though. We do. We love you, preach. Danny, uh, what's your what's your IG? Um, my IG is at Danny Bonaducci. Um, and you guys have a great week. Do this. Oh, let's see if preach knows how to. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> Every year, one thing is always predictable: postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.